This episode of Bonds Over Bands is brought to you by JerseyIsNaked.com. JerseyIsNaked.com is a fun place full of stories and personal antidotes by yours truly, Jersey. If you like that kind of thing, please log on today. This is episode 38. I don't know. It's episode one. We we started over. (laughs) We started fresh. You know what happened. Um, Well, we're not fresh, y'all. Go back and listen to all them 30 episodes because this production shit. You want them to listen to all 37 episodes? How how Kendrick say it? This dick ain't free. So go please listen to this 30 episodes on period, periodically. Well, I do got to say it's 37 episodes of fire. Like Fire shit. To prepare for coming back to doing the podcast again, I've been listening to our old episodes like all weekend. Wow! And yeah, I'm just you know trying to get ready, trying to get in mind state. It's more than what I've been doing because I'm a full time student, landlord, and a wife, so I have a lot on my plate. But I'm here. Boom! Getting popping. I'm here. I'm here. Um, if you guys don't know, please uh, follow us on our Instagram at Bonds Over Bands. That is our podcast Instagram, not our joint Instagram, because I trust. My man to have his own identity online. No shade to anybody else, but kind of. Anyway, um, y'all can follow us there, and you can follow us individually. I'm at Jersey is Naked and, and Jay. I'm at Slick Talk Jay. And he's also at Bay the Builder. If you want to see him do his home improvement shit. Yeah, I mean we we're doing a lot of fucking work. Yeah, man. So, so um, I did listen. Like I said, I, I went back and listened to a lot of the podcasts um, that we had done in the past. And the last podcast that we did, episode 37, mm. um, we were about a week before we closed on the house. And oh, yeah. You could tell we were tight. Like, we were tense. We were so tense. Bro, it was so tense then. Like, Man, it was so tense. Like, what the fuck is going to happen? What the fuck? We didn't know. We didn't fucking know. We just knew. I was like, hey, man. Here we are bringing our good credit to the table and this money. And we're like, here. And these, these bitches is like, nah, we need to do our part. He was like, well, do it. Yeah. <laughs> do it. So, um, good news is we did close. We did close. We own a house, guys. We are investors. We have officially been investors since January. We are out here living the dream, but at a cost called mortgage. But it's okay. You know, it's that's a part of the game. And, you know, I think so far since being in it, we're doing really, really well. Our tenants are cool. Um, our property is, like, flourishing, like, from from the day we bought it, it's it's changed we so put much. A lot of work. We really did. We can't wait for you guys we, to we, see the virtual tour when we do it. Yeah, we didn't move right in. Um, we spent I want to say probably about three months, um, just getting just up, just putting work in. Um, yeah, for sure. Like painting. We did a full reno on our bathroom, full reno on our living room and kitchen area. Did um, a lot of work outside. Did a lot of work outside with the you know landscaping trying and, to get that curve don't get appeal. me wrong but like the place wasn't terrible like no it, like, it we, wasn't it wasn't a, a complete gut job or anything like that but um we just really wanted to, to bring it up make sure everything felt really really current modern um for sure for sure you know and like tiffany said the curb appeal is really really important so all of those things are um, things that add value to the home it is and like the other part of this is that the previous owner um he just didn't care. So, and, and it showed. And um, <laughs> we, uh, we, we definitely, this was definitely just like straight up cash flow for him. It wasn't anything that was more than that, not mm-hmm. even to the people who are living here. So, I'm sure when we came here and the, the changes that we made, 
thus far and how we've been treating the property and them has definitely been a refreshing surprise for them, mm-hmm. uh, considering what they had, the management they were under prior to us getting here. Yeah. So it's an adventure. We're still on that. Um, and I'm, I'm building a shed. I find myself building a lot of things. Jay's built lately. a lot of shit. Jay's made like crawl space doors. Like I didn't know that you were so fucking handy. Um, otherwise, I would have been asking for shit a really long time ago. And it's okay <laughs> because, like, I, I mean, sometimes ladies, you find out shit twelve years later. Like, you know, Lisa wasn't one of them awkward ass surprises. Like. Oh yeah, when we were separated, I got a boyfriend kind of shit. Like it was just that I learned how you make doors. Well, the reward for good work is more work. So uh, understanding that, um, you know, my, my list my list just continues to grow. Oh yeah, uh, you gonna you gonna build some more shit. My uh, my honey do list. I mean, hey, I mean every I mean I'm the designer in this situation. Like I make things come to life, mm-hmm. even though Jay. He he cracks on my on, on on the style that I I've coined for myself, which is what Bohemian. You didn't coin Bohemian. No, chic. I didn't. I coined another way. I'm homie Bohemian chic. Boom. Okay. okay. I'm homie because the reason why it's homie is because it feels comfortable. And sometimes Bohemian give you the vibe like you know it's like I'm free but I'm comfortable and then I'm also like you know modern. And, and and classy. That's that's what um mm-hmm. that's the vibe in my home. Um, even though it was funny because my mom was like, I ain't gonna be able to touch shit in your house. And then when she came over, she's like, Man, the the vibe here, the energy here, like even my mother in law, the energy here is so great, it's so good. So, you know, I can't wait for you guys to see it on the virtual tour. Um, we're gonna have like a virtual housewoman. We're gonna have the cash app open so y'all can send us some money because Y'all should. Funny thing is, we were talking about doing a virtual tour before fucking Corona. COVID. I was yeah. like, yeah, virtual tour. <laughs> I mean, that's because most most of our people like kind of live out of state. Everybody like yeah. everyone is like separated. We're not like our our community is like all over the place. Yeah. Um. So that was why we were thinking of like doing a virtual tour, not to you know make people feel like they needed to come out their way to come down to North Carolina um, again, even though they came for us uh, two years ago for our wedding renewal. Yeah. Oddly enough, coronavirus had nothing to do with our six-month hiatus. No. <laughs> uh, no. Uh, it was more or less about trying to get this house in order, moving, um, as Jay said, taking on projects, trying to like assimilate to not just being a homeowner, but also being a landlord. Um, that's definitely a new concept for the both of us. Mm-hmm. But I think for the most part, we're handling it pretty well. Well, a big part of it was just finding balance because we have a lot of things that we you know, want to accomplish that we're trying to accomplish. And it's like, okay, we need to juggle and balance and, and, and find what, what that sweet spot is. Uh, so we've, we've added podcasting back into the rotation. Um, our commitment is to work our way back again towards, towards once a week drops um, so that we can provide you guys with fresh content. We need you guys to do your part, you know, share the content, like it, tell your friends, help us build our audience uh, so that more people can, can hear about what it is that we're doing over here. And not only did we buy a house, but I'm only a few classes away from graduating school again. So I'm also in school. So I'm a student, a wife, and a landlord. So, yeah, we got a lot going on. Killing it. We got a lot going on. All right. So who so- are we? So who... Whose entanglement shall we discuss first? So, I mean, I know we we are like a week or so late, or maybe a couple weeks late. On I the, don't know, uh, because Entanglement just dropped last night. The song? Yeah. So you want to tell us about the song? What, 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 was your, what was your vibe? What was your feedback on that? First of all, let, I guess we should just back up. Okay, let's back up. Let's back up to, um, I guess we could unpack. Yeah, let's unpack. A, to use a podcast so, term. Yeah, let's unpack. The situation. Well, um, as you all know, because, I mean, unless you were under a rock, August Alcina... everyone knows. August Alcina did an interview with Angela Yee of The Breakfast Club, and, like, I find it to be... I I mean, I actually actually watched the actual interview, and the interview was really, really good, but out of that interview, Jada Pickett-Smith's part was probably, like, maybe, at best, 15 seconds. And he had so many other things to say about his life and all the things that he had been through... And how he had ended up, how he ended up in this moment, 
um, he basically said that, you know, he he was given permission to be in a relationship with Jada Pinkett Smith. He also said that that relationship... Given permission by who? Given permission by Will Smith. Okay. And then he also said that um, he, as Jay gets text messages during the podcast, um, that he also could die knowing that he had given himself fully in a relationship mm-hmm. um, if he never experienced that again. And when I heard that, in the, in, that the, in the interview, I was like, oh, yeah, this shit is real. He's not going to make that up. Like, that shit, like, he felt that. So, and then before that, there was some little things here and there. Like, I remember around the time, I guess, of them, like, breaking ties was when he came out with that song, Nunya. Um... And he had posted those text messages, or he still haven't confirmed whether those were text messages between the two. But he used her middle name in the te- and showed these text messages with her asking who you messing with and him saying it's none of your business because we're not together no more. Or, you know, to that effect. Mm-hmm. So now coming back to uh, the time that we're in now, you know, Jada had a Red Table Talk, which her Red Table Talk was the highest... Um, Facebook content. Yeah, Facebook content. She had 12 million views in 24 hours. I mean, who really go be on Facebook like that looking for content? I mean, a lot of people look for content. But you know what? Facebook, out of every other place, is the most, is, is the most influential and instantaneous um, feedback. Mm-hmm. Instagram, it takes, you know, even though you get the message, it doesn't have that conversational feel on Instagram. Um, also Twitter, it's 140 characters, so you really got to be clever with that. And then there's Facebook where people are used to like that long thread conversation. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I think that would, I mean, that made perfect sense that they would break a record being that it was so salacious and it got so big so fast of him saying that, but it was so many other things he said in that interview. They got a huge bag off of them streams. Yeah. I know know that's crazy. For sure. Yeah. Like so, I mean, although Will and Jada, we're, we're, skip, we're skipping around. Although skipping Will and Jada around. were pissed, I know they were kind of like, "Oh yeah, okay, cool," because you know they get paid. It, it was four, four, four lemonade all over again. Well, not really because uh, I'm just saying because they made money off of four, four, four and lemonade. Yeah, but it's, like, where's Will's four, four, four? He doesn't have a four, four, four. He was just sitting there. Well, Will didn't do nothing. Uh, no, according to Jada, Will yeah, he did. Will ain't do shit. According to Jada, yeah, he did. He said, she said, you got me back already. But Will ain't do shit worthy of the public eye. No, Will just ain't get his <laughs> shit found out. That's all. He don't have an August Alcina. He got all his hoes in check. He probably got NDAs on all them bitches. And he probably like, I told you. I told you, Jada. You should have had an NDA on that hoe. Period. Like, this is like, I didn't understand that either. I was like, how is August able to speak so freely about this this experience he's had and you grown as fuck like Jada's like over 40 those NDAs don't be airtight it don't matter like you can still like these people are powerful in in Hollywood and why wouldn't you make this man sign an NDA Beyonce makes people sign an NDA just to go chill and have tea why wouldn't you let this man sign an NDA I I think that it's changing a bit and I'll, I'll tell you why so back in the day out these larger than life figures, these gatekeepers, the Jays, the Beyonce's, the Wills, like their influence and their effect on your career if you cross them was so much bigger than it is now. Well and according re- to according to August, he was saying that was the reason why he came forward because he was finding that Jada he didn't say it directly, but he was finding that this was starting to affect his finances. And he could not provide for his family. But what I'm the point I was getting to is, yes, they can still do things behind the scenes, of course. But the way media is consumed now, you have so many alternate channels and so many other ways to get your side of the story out, to get your message out, oh, yeah, to get sure. your music out, to get your art out in front of the world. So I'm just saying that it's becoming decreased. The power is shifting from being centralized with these you know, big gatekeepers and people that really could blackball you. I mean, 15 years ago when somebody blackballed you, like, nobody would hear from you ever because they literally just had to call five or six people and it was done. Yeah, for sure. Now, we're in a situation where you know, you can, if, if the windows doesn't work, then you can go through the door. If the door doesn't work, you can go through the back door. Like, it's it's just a lot of, a lot more channels 
um, to gain visibility and to gain traction. That's true. I, I just think that, like, well, that's what he was saying his motivation was um, behind mm-hmm. telling that story. And then what I found interesting about Jada and Will's conversation was not necessarily the content. The Red Table Talk. Yeah, the Red okay. Table Talk when she brought herself oh, to the... It was super this. short. Yeah, it was, it was 12 minutes, about 12 minutes long. And good. and I thought it was okay for like I didn't think it needed to be any longer than that, um. I, but I'm you more of a person. Details? No, not really. I was. <laughs> I don't really care. I mean, I know what the details are. Jada is an over forty year old woman. August is in his twenties. Yeah, it was. He had he had the motivation. Yeah, she was getting her back right. Yeah, she had the mo- he had the mo- he ain't never getting tired. Like, mm-hmm. cause you know, Will is damn near fifty, and yes, he looks good on the outside, but he probably giving you like that one good time. You know, yeah, and I like remember, I remember like, being in my early twenties with with the you know over, with the over forty all night, all night, all yeah. night. They they was appreciating the back all night because that what the fuck else I got to do and, go, and then going out and playing basketball, then hitting the club, fucking for five hours and then going hit the club, yeah. like shit is crazy. But you know you ain't get listen when they did men because men be in their prime early. And then women, and then and then women get in their prime later. I don't know. if That's a hundred percent true. You don't. No. Jay, you don't. No, I don't. I don't. You don't. Did I stutter? You don't think it's true. No, I don't think that's true. Not at all. I, th- I think that at my age now, <laughs> I have a Jay. different approach. <laughs> Jay, you don't think that's true? It's not true. It's true. It's definitely true. Yeah. Look, look, Jay, Jay feel like you're on the spot right now. Jay, like, what are you talking about? I'm just saying, when you're in your 20s. Are you talking about me right now? It's all hump, it's no stroke. That's what I'm saying. That's not true. I met you in your 20s. Yeah. But it wasn't wasn't no hump and strokes. It was strokes. I mean, you you met me towards the end of my 20s. So, like, I I had a little little little, 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 little understanding of it at that point. (laughs) A little different. You know what I mean? I think that men, y'all just get tired. But I mean, that's life. <laughs> like, life weighs on you. You know what I mean? Think, I think y'all get tired. Like, I'm not. You no, know, look. I know how y'all gonna no, take I, this. I don't. I don't get. I know tired. how y'all gonna take this. Jay, shut the fuck up. I know how you're gonna take this. Like, oh, Tiffany out here clowning Jay. Jay only lasted two minutes. That's what y'all think is going on. No, that's not what's going on. What's going on is is that sex is different for men as they get older. That's what I'm saying. Like with men, when I, when I think about my my twenties and when I was having sex in my twenties, like like it wasn't necessarily about feeling good. It was more or less about yeah, okay, let me try to. Because what was your inspo back in your twenties? Like some porn shit. Mm. Like like trying trying to laugh because like first of all, all them songs in the in the nineties from the from the nineties and the two thousands. But I'm just saying, from the '90s and the 2000s, I'ma last all night. I'ma I'ma do it till dawn. I'ma do the. Oh, you know that was a lot of fucking shit to keep up with. And R. Kelly at the time, and not that we condone R. Kelly because R. Kelly nasty. But I'm just saying, a lot of R. Kelly during our 20s and teens, well, late teens, early 20s, he was running shit. Well, he I, was all I about. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't care about all that. He was all about. But I'm saying that's still a messaging, saying like you know if you want to be a good lover, you need to last all night long. You need to be fucking until sun up and sundown. First of all, none of that shit sounds appetizing. Tell you to to tell to be honest. It was great in the twenties. To, like be, in my 20s, to like be honest, you put that t- you put that TP two album on. You just let that joint. First of all, hit it hard. For, first of all, hit it hard from the back. No, you forgot the part. Round no, round. you didn't hit the good part. The good part was no, no, no. The good part was. That's that when the beat came in. But then it was like, now we can't listen to that, right? Because it's like, ew. It's like, whose child? Don't do that. What? What do you mean? It's the truth. He's nasty. But, okay, let's circle back. Let's circle back to people having consensual sex at a good age that they should be having it with and not with predators. That's all, folks. That's not funny. Um, I, I saw quite a few people saying or or approaching the August Alcina thing. He as, said it too. Predatory? Yeah, as predatory. He said it too. I thought he said that he did not feel that he had been taken advantage of. He said he said it was pre- he's but I think he was saying it was predatory in a sense of like 
the relationship was easier. And don't get me wrong, I wasn't laughing at, at, rap, at rape people, people being raped, people I think being you know the, that. okay. Because I don't think that shit is funny. What I think is funny is that you know we was I mean, just like you don't think it's funny that people be clapping at people at the at the after party. Never mind, we'll get to that. Yeah. Okay, yeah, <laughs> we don't want to talk about. Okay, listen, let's. Fuck it. Listen, okay, so August, <laughs> he said that he, he, he didn't, well, but people are going to mince his words anyway. But what, the way I understood it, or the way I perceived it, was that he was saying that the situation that he was in, you know, as far as him being on drugs, or, like, having a substance abuse issue, and um, him, like, uh, what are you looking for? No, I was just wondering what setting we had the mic on, but never mind. Okay, because that's, that's weird. Okay. I was distracting you. I, yeah, my you apologies. I'm sorry. Okay. So go, go back. Anyway, you were talking so, about August Alcina. Okay, so the way he he was saying all the different things that he was going through, his life was layered at the time. And he could understand how, you know, it would probably be easier to engage him at the time to be in a relationship that may, you know, anything felt better than what he was feeling. Yeah. So I don't think he was trying to make it seem like she was a predator. But that kind of, like, well, rhetoric, I, could, could you could read into that. I don't think that Jada was a predator. Do I think she took... I don't think she preyed on him, because I think predator and preying is, is, like, is, like, such a, like... It's nasty. I, but I do think that she knew that she had an advantage due to her experience in the world, due to her romantic experience just living she's more mature i think she did know that she had that advantage over him so, but i don't so think I, that she was so, doing it intentionally so I, I think where people are coming from with that is he was not well he was going through whatever he was going through mentally he was physically sickly like he had all of these things going on so people are interpreting her as maybe she could have potentially manipulated him into a situation because but we would he never was, know that. Because he was mentally uh unless I mean even if no, we probably wouldn't. We wouldn't because we don't have it's, enough context. It's, it's, it's speculation. It, it, I'm just saying we don't have enough context to say that, but I'm I'm saying that I'm not saying that's wrong. I'm not saying that's not even possible. Because yeah. it is possible. It's possible that she could have done all of that shit. What I do know for certain is that she is a woman of a certain age and she has had multiple experiences that have developed and shaped her into who she is more than what he has had. I just don't think that there's a difference between like, it's it's like the older man who has the younger woman who has daddy issues or who has, you know, other things that are going on where. Yeah. But a lot of those guys, like, I forgot what I was listening, who I was listening to. Was that Joe Budden? Might've been. I think I was overhearing it from you and how Joe Button was like comparing and saying, well, it's the same shit because we know when we fuck with girls who had problems with their father, that there were certain things that they would be able to do and get away with. Mm-hmm. Now, is that predatory or is it you just taking advantage of the situation? Like, are you preying on that person or is that what you're doing? Because, I mean, he was saying it from that perspective, like he, he was saying it from perspective, like, you know, you know what the result is going to be because of how this person presents in the world. Mm-hmm. So like August it, had bad issues. We meant to, we you didn't add that he had issues. He still does, but I think he's working through it now. Had issues with the mom, his own mother. Yeah. Um, father, I believe, died. Brother died. Sister died. Um, now he's taking care of all of their kids. So he had all this death around him. Not a good relationship with his mother, and then Jada. Yeah. So. You know, yeah, I can definitely see it from that side, so but I don't maybe, know. Maybe predatory is the wrong term, but that's what I'm saying. But it, but it, it could be viewed as manipulative. Um, but I, I, do, I don't know about that because the way she'll tell it is that she also had a, um, a vacancy. Yeah, she yeah. had, she had, she had something that was missing in, in her life. So yeah. it's, it's two damaged, broken people essentially turning to each other for, for comfort or to fill that void. Well, you know, some people thrive in toxicity. Uh, not me. Fuck that. Well, you know, some people <laughs> thrive in that because, you know, and then when they don't have it, they don't know how to be together. When yeah. there's no drama, they're like, and they're left with peace. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. They have to fight about something. Yeah, that that, that really when um when she was saying uh Jada was saying about like 
find like discovering that she had that need and she had that um, need to be codependent on. Like someone. she said, she needed to. She needed her need was to fix someone. Yeah. Like she needed to fix them. That was part of it, but the other part of it was I I have a a need for codependency. So you could see when her and Will have distance between her between them, she's looking for the next thing, or she's looking for someone someone to put that energy into to to to, to cling to almost. That's, right. That's, that's what like, it sounds it's like. like. It's like so, it's like people who are relationship jumpers mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because exactly. they don't know how to be by themselves. Yeah. Uh, because 100%. that's too painful. Yeah. Yes, I get it. I'm just saying I don't know if it's because like when I think of predatory, I think of like R. Kelly. I think of like, um, you know, is Hugh, Weinstein, he- is Hugh Hefner, predatory? Epstein, Hugh Hefner. I don't know. In some ways, yes, because I, and I don't want to. And I'm not. I'm not referring to because um, I, I don't know if it's been confirmed. I, I believe that. But there was some stories circulating that he some was, pedophilia, you know, some, some doing some crazy stuff with underage yeah. girls. Um, I'm, I'm saying I don't pu- know if any pub- of it ever stuck. The public that we saw of him with the, you know, all the girls that were 21, 22, you know, and he's like 80 from broken homes, and he's yeah, he's 80. Um, I I would I would think. Or that, are you just leveraging? the things that you have to offer your experience in the world, your wealth, your things like that. Well, I guess that you could say that, but then he was also having sex with some of them. Yeah. So I guess that would be predatory. It it could be. It could be seen as that because he was having relationships with them. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like they were just, oh, he found these women and he's like, oh, I want to help you be better, you know, and and seeking out a certain type of woman. Yeah. Um, You were, um, you were, Filling me in on Chloe Kardashian and Tristan Thompson. Oh uh, yeah, man! Right, right before we we started potting, and that's a, a different type of entanglement. You wanna wanna catch people up on what's going on there? Sure. So um, Chloe was, did an interview not too long ago um, where she was talking about her and um, Tristan Thompson quarantining together and how you know they're so much better in their relationship. Matter of fact, I think we have a clip and you guys can just listen to it. One second. Okay. There doesn't mean playing from Tiffany Nunn's iPhone. We know. Like you share children with them and you want to kind of have this blended family. And so I'm just used to that. I'm sure it's so weird to so many people, but Tristan has been so amazing during this quarantine. He's been so helpful and you know, when you can't rely on so many other people's help, it's so great that you have, like, essentially, he's, like, your partner. He's true's dad, and I need I need his help <laughs> more now. So I'm really grateful for that. And we've been getting along, and, I mean, it's been weirdly really good just because people... So Did she say really, really good, or did she say weirdly really good? She said weird, weird, weirdly, it's been really, really good. Okay. Um, okay, so... You, do you think that's weird, that you get along with your, your baby, your your co-parent? Well, I mean, I it's it's only weirdly good because that... He's stuck in the house, which you says. We in a whole-ass pandemic. And if it takes for a pandemic for your man to act right, bitch, he is not the one. I just want to tell you that. The reason why he's not cheating on you right now is because he can't go outside. So you think they're back together? Hell yeah. They haven't... They've been back together. Okay. Because Tristan has a problem, and he ain't gonna quarantine by himself. He needs to quarantine where the coochie at, and she available. Because ain't no damn way. I don't care if he true daddy, he true saddy, grandpa. I don't give a damn who he is. You can, I'll bring you to see true, or true can come. You can come see true. You you need to just have your mask on or make sure you had your COVID test because I don't want to get this confused. She got codependency issues. You don't need to be this man that embarrassed you from the the from Wilshire all the way down to Christian. He didn't embarrass your ass, and you got the nerve to be on here talking about you know, you know it, it, we don't have to not like each other. No, like ain't got shit to do with it. You need to start respecting yourself. 
Because you're cheating, you're teaching your daughter that that shit is okay because you had a baby with somebody. Just because you have a baby with somebody don't mean that you have to disrespect yourself in the process. No, we're not. Well, at, at, at what what point do you consider giving him a second chance? He already had one. Third chance. No, <laughs> I feel like she. But that's if, if, if she's at a space in her life where she doesn't have nobody. He's saying all of the right things. They're spending time and they're rebuilding trust. Because he can't go outside. Outside clothes. (laughs) Say all that fire shit. Be at home when outside open. But I mean, he was already doing that. No, he wasn't. He wasn't out. He was still outside. He was going under her pictures talking about, yo, you you, you my queen. That motherfucker is a liar. (laughs) Do that shit when out. Be say it when it's when when outside open. Everybody in love during a motherfucking pandemic. You know why? So maybe that's what she's trying to see. She's trying to see when outside open up. Is she still holding it down? How he in the house already? He already getting all the benefits. You ain't no way in hell when True go to sleep that y'all motherfuckers ain't having a nightcap. Get the fuck out of here. Cause it got to be something about that dick that you keep letting him in. That shit must be mesmerizing, appetizing, fucking delicious, the way that bitch let him in. I ain't never had no dick like that, ever in my life. I don't even want it. If a dude can go out and get videotapes, he can fuck around with a family friend, he can um, fuck with strippers, and then he come and quarantine with me? Oh, hell motherfucking no. I don't want no dick like that. <laughs> that dick got me looking stupid. Fuck that shit. No, like, and she don't even care. Like, that bitch be saying that shit with a smile. Like, we in an alternate universe. Like, he's True's father. Bitch, so? <laughs> he don't He wasn't acting like True Daddy when he was getting on. And that motherfucker was on film like, what's up? He wasn't even trying to move. He wasn't even trying to push the bitches off. He was like, yeah, these bitches are with me. What the fuck? No. You are not going to lay up in my L.A. mansion for this to come out, yeah, I want to be, t- I want to take care of the baby. What you homeless? Cause I know ain't nobody playing right now, and that motherfucker was third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth string on the, on ain't that no fucking dr- don't fucking matter. He ain't no motherfucking Jordan. That nigga ain't no fucking uh fucking Curry. That nigga ain't no Curry. He, he c- where bitch? He ain't. He need a place to stay. Ain't nothing more convenient than some dick who homeless. That's some homeless ass dick. And fucking true daddy's homeless as fuck. And he needed somewhere to stay during the pandemic because he can't pay his motherfucking bills out in Cleveland. And Cleveland is fucking cheap, bitch. I seen what the property values is out there like. I'm about to buy me some shit out there. Two, three of them at the same motherfucking time. All I'm saying is that motherfucker got motive. Motive to have somewhere to sleep. Motive to maintain a lifestyle. That motherfucker probably ain't paid one bill since quarantine started. Hell yeah, I'm moving too. Chloe, you want to adopt my fat ass? Because I want to come for the family, for the baby. You want to be there for the baby? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. They just, I, I, them I, L.A. I, motherfuckers is I different. I think it remains to be seen. We're going to see. We're going to see what happens. First of all, we know what's going to happen. Chloe going to stay with him. Outside going to open. He going to fuck somebody else on film this time. Like, it's going to be him. Is he going to be wearing an I am Tristan Thompson shirt while fucking another bitch? And he'll be like, baby, I ain't mean it. All right. I thought it was you. <laughs> That's what was some shit he gonna I, be I on. It was and you. she gonna be like, you mu- you guys need to mind your business and support us. Just support us. Because that's all she be saying. She liked to be in- I feel like there's a lot of girls like that and she and her friends probably try to tell her like, bitch, stop. And then she get mad at those friends who keep it 100. Because I've been friends with, with people like that. And you be like, girl, why are you letting this man do this to you like that? And she's like, you don't know him the way I know him. No, bitch, everyone does. That's community dick. Everybody knows him the way you do. Everybody. Everybody and anybody. Tristan Thomas is homeless, guys. He has nowhere to go. Thompson. Who? Tristan Homeless Thompson has nowhere to go and he conveniently wants to be True's daddy because he ain't got no fucking where to go. He True daddy one way or another. Don't fucking matter. It's not conveniently wants to be Who, True he daddy. He third, fourth, fifth, seventh, eighth, tenth string. That motherfucker's on the bench warming that Everybody shit up. Everybody is on the bench what, right now. What plans? He is not no Curry right now. He ain't Curry. He ain't. Who the fuck? That motherfucker is barely Harding. The fuck? 
Harden. Harden. Who the fuck? Everybody who's who say James Harden. Even though you don't look shit like him, everybody say my husband look like James Harden. He doesn't look like him. I just got a beard. He just got. He black. Oh yeah, they they they, they try to get him out of here. Cause he, yeah, cause he had that fucking shit on him. Yeah, he just said it covered his beard. I believe him because he looked kind of yeah. stupid. But it just don't matter. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't think nobody knew that that what that was for. Who I'm I'm uh I was this now years old when I read it to know that that was a blue lives matter fucking representation. Yeah, it's like fuck y'all. I was like y'all motherfuckers be it's outraged blue, about yeah, come it's on. A just, blue, it's a blue match. And he Sit down, stupid. shut the fuck up. I mean that's a good connection that you made because because Chloe fucked him too. She well, took yeah. him from Trina. <laughs> she took two of Trina's men. She took fucking uh, French and she took that motherfucker. Wow. But that, see, that's, that, that shit that is karma though. That's, yeah, everybody know that. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then she she hopped her ass right on from motherfucking um, Harden to, 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 to fucking four, fifth, seven, eighth, nine string Thompson. Now, but I know what he was talking about because he said it was a mask that like covered his face and his beard. Yeah, he got big because beard. Mo- yeah, because most masks like you ever see got all that hair. hair. You ever see his hair? Like when he grow hair? Like no. he like he have he looks fucking ugly. He needs to never grow hair ever again. He needs to be bald oh. for the rest of his life. Alright. Yeah, but yeah, Thompson he, Thompson, Tristan, whoever the fuck. Oh, my cousin is calling me, but I'm not gonna answer it because we we doing this. But he gonna he, be he gonna be on the podcast. He gonna be on the podcast like another time. Week. Another, yeah. another time. He gonna be on there like maybe two weeks. But I'm telling you this, I'm telling you this. He needs somewhere to sleep. That's what the fuck is going down. As soon as outside open, soon as Yo. motherfucking, the, as soon as the clubs get popping again, social distancing, fucking bottle service, he gonna be right up in there. Um, but ain't nobody like really social distancing out in LA. He gonna be out there. Trust me. Many Kardashians, Tory, Meg, they was all partying and chilling. But it wasn't that many. It was just them. Speaking of Tory and Meg, can somebody please tell me if the bitch got glass in her foot or she got shot? I know she, she said put, she got shot. Like, what do you but mean? But shot where? I don't know her but She didn't say when she got shot She just said she's trying to heal up So she can go back to rapping Yeah Alright but who shot you? Was it Tori? Do I not Can I look I can't listen to Chink's tapes no more Tori I think they they put charges on him For assault So now we can't listen to Chink's tapes Why you gotta act up Tori? Like I like your tapes And now if you shooting bitches I can't fuck with you they just arrested him on the gun charge. They didn't say that they arrested him in conjunction to shooting Meg. Just on the gun charge. That he had a gun. Okay. So, I don't know. I don't know if he shot Meg or what or who shot Meg. But people are speculating that he shot Meg. But it's just real funny that they was all partying with Kylie and then Kylie ain't had shit to do with it. No, of course not. What the fuck happened? She was like, oh, I'm down with the shits until the shooting started. I don't I mean, know. I, I'm down with this shit until the shooting starts too. I don't know. No, like I don't know. Well, but yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know how people all get. Everybody's in these entanglements. That's a fucking entanglement. That is. Was so, was Tori and Meg fucking around with one another? Um, there's been some speculation around that. That her and Tori was fucking with each other. Yeah. Tori is so small though. He must got a big dick. Like that's this is the only thing I could think of. Cause he's not particularly attractive. Like, well, I don't know why they had to put his height and weight out there. <laughs> Tori, Meg, Kylie were at a house at the pool party. Something went down. Some people started arguing. Somebody started shooting. Somehow Meg Thee Stallion got shot, and she is now recuperating. Um, I know a lot of people had jokes about it. A lot of people thought it was funny. I, 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 don't, I don't see the humor in it. I don't think that's funny that someone got shot. And I, I, I know they're not getting at that in particular, but like... Is it a, a, a domestic violence situation or like like what like what's going on here? I, I mean, don't. We, we we're welcome to speculate. I I, I until, don't until know. We, I mean, we get facts. I, you, here's the thing. Okay, so I have two questions. Because Tori hasn't said anything, right? No, he hasn't said anything. But I'm what I'm trying to figure out is if Tori and Meg was hanging out at Kylie's house, which is so that's also a wild card. Like, because was it a party? Was it not a party? Was it a kickback? And then it's like, when they all left, why was Tori and Meg in the same car? You know what I'm saying? Like, were you guys seeing each other? Like, I don't know, because did it's like... You, did you get shot and then jump in the car with Tori? I don't, I don't know. Like was it? somebody else... Like, I'm, I don't know. It's just like a lot of holes. And I guess once, once more comes out, 
we'll be able to fill them in. But it just it's just a really weird story. Because, yeah, even if they were hanging out, why would Meg need to ride with Tori on the way home? Yeah. Why were they being unless, stopped? Unless they were going to the same place. Well, they, they were being stopped because um, the report came in that that was the vehicle that was involved in the altercation. Police went out looking for that vehicle and pulled them over. So the, oh, there was an altercation prior to the pullover. Yeah, they, they were saying that there was um, shots fired. There were shell casings found at, at the house. So maybe they were trying to get away. Don't know. It's not clear. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. And it's like, who knows? And then the other part that's confusing to me is like, I mean, even though Meg, like Meg's Meg doesn't give didn't give me the perception that that's the type of energy she has around her, mm-hmm. but maybe it is. What you mean, the type of energy? Like, because it's like, why would they? I mean, unless she was just chilling and she was an innocent. But the way her her post read was like she didn't know what kind of company she was keeping until it was too late. Mm. So it was like I didn't know that she was around these types of guys but I guess if you was messing with Moneybag and Moneybag got a million kids and he'd be on some shit mm. well I mean the, the internet I, I said the internet the industry um, has that undertone no matter no matter who you're talking about like every, everybody related to music has some type of affiliation some type of connections to some other shit yeah cause like she didn't give me that vibe that she was in, you know, into or connected to anything that is, um, like, gang related or I'm not saying gang, yeah, but you know, like beef related. Like I didn't even know she was in any any beef. Like who has beef with Meg? Yeah, this is what they were saying. They were saying that the um charges were upgraded to assault with a deadly weapon, with Tory Lanez as the shooter. So we we will see. We'll see what's going on because it's so weird. It's just a really weird thing. Yeah, here, here's her statement. She said, "Black women are so unprotected, and we hold so many things in to protect the feelings of others without considering our own." It might be funny to y'all on the internet and just another messy topic for you to talk about, but this is my real life, and I'm real life hurt and traumatized. Yeah, I saw that. Mm-hmm. She was responding to Fifty because Fifty had put up a meme. Where it well, was every, Meg. Everybody had that meme. Meg, well, you know, he's 50 Cent, though. Yeah. So he put up a meme with Meg being Ricky and the guy who shot him in Boys in Hood. Mm-hmm. And that's what she was responding to. A little funny. Was it? The meme was a little a little bit funny. Yeah, it was like, but was it Tori? <laughs> like, I'm just, I just need to know. Did Tori shoot you and why did he shoot you? And it's like, does it, and also, ultimately, I understand her trauma, but do I need to stop today listening to Chink's Tape Fight? Because I definitely was listening to it today. Do we, are we are we canceling? Tory are we, are we are we canceling Tory Lanez? I, I saw T Pain um, had he has new music with Tory Lanez and with Ty Dolla, and he tweeted out like, "Yo, you think I y'all think I should still drop this?" Yeah, because like he don't <laughs> no, know. But, what the but co- people was in the comments like, "Nah, fuck that. Yeah, he a bum. He a bum. It's crazy. Yeah, just keep it. Yeah, yeah like I don't know. I, I kind of want to hear it though. Yeah, I do too. I like I like T Pain. Yeah, and I like. They don't really, they don't really, I mean, they don't really give T-Pain the respect that he deserves. No, he's, he's fire. I don't know why they don't he, do that. He's, he's T-Pain fire. is really great. They be, they be playing around. They do be playing around. All right, um, um, let's, let's keep it pushing. Um, so we have more to learn. More will be revealed with the Tori and Meg situation. Um, like I said, those charges have been upgraded to assault with a deadly weapon. Um, and we will, I, I guess we probably won't really get any information until the case. Because yeah. Because they're probably going to keep pretty quiet about it until... Um, they're actually in court um, answering the law. All right. Uh, quick mention, Evelyn and Osho Cinco went back and forth on their uh, past with domestic violence. Yeah. Um, he had said, but I he was... <sighs> Evelyn... He, yeah, he, he had a post. He was like, hey, you know, um, unfortunately, 30 seconds or three seconds or whatever it is of me losing my temper cost me a lot. Uh 
thank God I was able to to rebuild and you know it 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 wasn't the end of me more or less. Mm-hmm. That that's I mean I'm paraphrasing here, but that's more or less what he was saying. And apparently that triggered her and she got online and she started crying and saying that she has a right to tell her story. Yada 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 blah 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 blah. Beep, beep, beep. Of course. And I'm not saying that she doesn't have the right to tell her story, nor am I victim blaming or victim shaming. However, I do know that a lot don't, don't however like that. I am. However, <laughs> I do know that a lot of a lot of couples, not saying her specifically, but um, I'm looking at her persona on, you know, Basketball Wives, and she she was she was a bully there. But I'm not saying that that gives Ocho Cinco the right to have you know acted in the way that he he did. But what I'm saying is is that I do know that you know a lot of couples, and then it's like, is it still domestic violence when it comes? you know, down to the one person that a lot of couples, they fight, mm-hmm. they physically fight. And that's how they resolve issues. Like which, one hits is, one, is, one which hits, is which is wild as fuck. And I, I have witnessed that before where someone else was, was like, it wasn't like, you know, cause you know, when you hear domestic violence, you always think of this, you know, docile woman, you know, being fucked up, beat up, and she can't defend herself, she can't fight, she's not doing anything, and this is this man coming in enraged and just fucking her up, you know what I'm saying? And not mm-hmm. to say that that does not happen, but there's, uh, I think there's, there's also that layer to talk about, what about those people who are in relationships equally fucking each other up like that, like fighting, beating each other up, and and using I mean, those using you, that as a as a as a as a tactic to resolve like re- relationship or, quarrels like yeah. that's and, and like but, I'm not gonna but lie you but you can't really go there with that because even in those situations like generally speaking and I, I mean I know this is not every single case but generally speaking men have more strength and because they have more strength they have a greater responsibility to exercise self control. I still feel like. I'm not saying that's incorrect, but what I'm saying is, is that if this is the if unless this, you got one of them bodybuilder big body chicks. Well, I'm saying is this if this is the communication that you have created to resolve issues, mm-hmm. which is problematic as fuck. It is. It's like why you know like it, we can't paint the we can't completely paint the picture of docile woman beating beat up terribly. And, and 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 not necessarily engaging in the in the toxic behavior, and it's like why why and, and I and, and I'm not gonna lie, I thought when I heard somebody when when I hear domestic violence, my brain automatically used to automatically just go to some guy just like being like you better have my fucking dinner yeah, on the like, table at seven and beating the shit out of a woman, and I'm like oh my god, like and then. You know, like, this guy suck. Like, you're beating women, but never consider... I never considered that there are actually couples out there who are hitting each other. Mm-hmm. You know, like, that's how they resolve shit. Until I actually saw that, and I was like, oh, shit. Like, I saw, you know, an old friend of mine smack the shit out of her man, and he smacked the shit out of her. And then they, they would, like, argue, and then they went and resolved an issue with sex. So it was just like it was very toxic, but I had never seen anything like that before. Yeah. Like if I saw somebody get hit, it was usually a one way, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like a one way communication. Yeah. Like I'm going to fuck you up. Not, oh, you're going to catch these hands too. And like then we going to be in here. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, I've never seen that shit before. And I, I'm not going to, I speculate that maybe in that relationship because of the things that she was saying that it was more than one time and this and that that maybe this was something a part of, a, that was a, a, a part of their yeah. relationship not to make Ocho Cinco a fucking saint not to make her a fucking saint not to invalidate her story but I do think that there is some substance to that like you guys may have been hitting each other which you should like nobody should hit anybody yeah like period like that should never happen. Like if you can't, if you're, if you're feeling yourself getting to a point where you want to f- be physical with someone, you need to step away. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I think the other thing that we we need to consider, and she she, I, I am no means trying to invalidate her experience or say that she she cannot be triggered and she cannot experience the things that she's experiencing. Uh, but I think as the general public, we have an obligation to um, to be. To, to 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 extend forgiveness to people, right? 
and I'm, I don't know that Ochocinco was deserving of forgiveness. I, I have no real insight into that. But if he continues to live his life, engage in healthy relationships, he's not an abusive person. This was a period in his life, and it is something that he has now learned from. Then as society, like there should be some type of recourse. There should be a return path to, to the rest of society. I get what you're saying. Yeah. I just think that... No, I'm just trying to figure so out why did she, like, I just, once I, somebody does something, people just condemn that person forever. Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out why do you know about it? Why do you know about what? Why does she know about that? Like, I know that, you know, he said it on social media, but, like, are you following him? I mean, somebody might have retweeted it. Or I'm just shared, saying, like, or shared, it, or shared it with her, but I'm like... Okay. Protect, protect your energy. Right. Like, I don't want to hear anything about Osho Cinco. I don't give a fuck what he's talking about. I don't care. Because even though he's getting, like you said, he should be forgiven. There should be, a, like, at, at some point, if he's changed, if he's changed. Yes. And that's how he's leading his life, then he needs to, you know, could be able and free to do so. Because now that event has, has trans, we have done what we had to do with that event, and now it's just up to us mentally to accept and move forward from that event. Not on, but forward from the event. So, I don't need to fucking know what Ocho Cinco's doing. I don't care what he's doing, because that's still my experience with Ocho Cinco. That, that he hit me in the four fucking facts. head. Yeah, four So, facts. I don't need to, I don't care. So, like, I don't know if I would have cared enough to even record. Like, I feel like that would have been something I would have called my therapist for. Like, I feel really fucking triggered right now. This motherfucker had the nerve to say this shit. I don't want to go on fucking line and say whatever the fuck I want to say. And that is when, you know, somebody could talk you down off of the fucking ledge to get you back where you need to be. And that, that avoids you having to have, like, a public conversation around it, reopen old wounds. Yeah, because now everyone's talking about yeah. it. And now you have to deal with that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's more trauma. Yeah, like why? I, I don't want. I don't. I don't know. I don't want to. Um, we did not talk about Nick Cannon, and we got a few minutes left. Well, um, I'm not really. I don't want to. Nick, I because uh, he's had a rough week. Nick, listen. Um, I know. I don't want to say anything about Jewish people. I don't want to say anything about Nick Cannon um, because I feel like you know, um, the Holocaust was really fucked up. That was just a really fucked up part a, a part in time. This is a really fucked up... Just bad. Okay? And... But I thought that what you said about the Holocaust being whitewashed was very interesting. And how a lot of people don't realize that there were also African Americans. And, like, how gay culture had been affected by the Holocaust as well. Yeah. And a lot of times people don't necessarily talk about those layers of that really terrible event and how um, the difference between the Holocaust and slavery is that the Holocaust has been acknowledged to be a fucked up event and how not just that acknowledgement has come through but other benefits towards that acknowledgement have come through for the Jewish community that has not happened for black people yet yeah. So that's all I really have well, to well, say about we, that. We might be pretty close with it. Um, I mean, there's been a lot of talk about what reparations might look like. We've been like. talking about reparations since I was fucking born. I, I'm 37 now. When yeah. the fuck is that going to happen? 30, uh, look, you know what my ideal of reparations are? Listen to me and listen to me clear. Pay my fucking student loans and make college free for African Americans everywhere. Period. Make it free. Don't make us pay for school because just don't. But then what if you don't want to go to school? It's, it's, always, it's, it's, it's complex. It's, it's on complex. the table. It's, it's on the fucking table. Because that was one of the major ways how white America was able to excel and have the upper hand because they withheld education from us. Yeah. So make it free and I, I, wipe out all our debt. Yeah, I think there, I think there's more to it than that. But yeah, we we, we can get into it. Well, at it. least you can start there. And and, and and maybe we'll talk a little bit more about um, Nick Cannon in the next episode. Next because week. he's had a really rough week, and I now do, his I, fucking friend died. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I did see something. Yeah, about. like, and now they're like, spec I hate when people speculate because you're feeling sad or you're expressing yourself that they think you want to kill yourself. He didn't, I didn't get that from him. I just thought he was depressed because his fucking friend died. Well, um, one of his posts that he had earlier in the week, he said something like, you know, y'all enjoy Earth. 
and his location was heaven. So I, I think that that could be read as um, potentially suicidal. And I, I mean, we, 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 we pray for him. We're this sending is a really weird, energy and light. Speaking of suicidal attempts, um, let's send love and light to Tamar Braxton's family. For sure. Um, you know, like, this is just a really awkward and strange time for us to be living in. With a, like, we didn't really talk about coronavirus or the pandemic. Um, you know, this is a very awkward time to be living in with the isolation and not being able to engage in the acts that bring you joy and be around the people that bring you joy without hesitation and anxiety because all of it is so much anxiety around right now. And I'm sure everyone's stress level, I'm sure people have either gained weight or they've lost tons of it because our lives have just really been thrown for a loop. My grandma passed away from COVID, so that has been tough for me. Um, And it's just like, it's so much going on. So I want to just send love and light to everybody who listens to our podcast, people who follow us, and, you know, um, just extend. If you ever want to talk, we're around. We could talk. You know, and I feel like that we need that kind of, like, connection more than ever because I, no one had any idea how to navigate this. Yeah. And I'm still trying to figure it out. And I literally said to you yesterday, I'm like, all right, gyms aren't open. How are we going to figure out our fitness lifestyle or, or pick that back up because it was so easy before to just say, all right, well, I see that gain a little bit of pounds. Let me go hit the gym. You know, like it was just so easy. And now it's not. Now you need to figure out what that looks like for you. How, you know, and trying to figure out life within a bubble because mm-hmm. now we're being forced to live in one. Yeah. And, you know, and I mean, I'm, restrictions are, are loosening up, but as they loosen up, you know, cases seem to be going up, going up. And then a lot of times people don't please everybody wear a mask. Yeah, this is not a political thing. It's like you don't you may not even know you're sick and you can go and get someone else sick. Yeah, it's it's not to prevent you from getting sick. It's, it's to spread goodwill and to prevent others from from being sick. Should you be asymptomatic or. Um, you know, be, be carrying uh, Corona. So yes, please just be conscious of that. Uh, be conscious of other people. Be a good citizen, uh, a fellow citizen to, to your neighbors. And I mean, we're, we're, we're trying to protect the, the most vulnerable among us. Uh, when we say wear a mask, when we say, you know, take those precautions, wash your hands, social distance, all of that is to protect the most vulnerable uh, amongst our population. Yes, and for those who are conspiracy theorists and think that coronavirus the, is the not plan, the is, pandemic is not is not real. It's a pandemic. It's fucking real because you know why? If if this person would have just worn a mask or stayed home, I could have had a few more years with my grandma. Yeah. So it's real, guys. It it's a real disease. Real virus, people are really getting sick and people are really dying. And we have not even seen what is coming because winter is going to come. And I'm thankful that my job is allowing me to, I have a job that is allowing me to continue to sustain my, my way of life and my lifestyle at home until the end of the year. I know there's a lot of people who are not as privileged as I am to be getting up from my bedroom and just walking to my table and essentially keeping myself isolated and safe from coronavirus. My husband is has the same liberties as I do to get up and do his work from his from our bedroom or wherever he can do it in our home. Everybody doesn't have that. But please, if you're going to be outside, protect yourself and protect others. That's the only way that we're going to be able to fight this and and flatten the curve for everyone. Don't let it be your grandma. Don't let it be your mother. Don't let it be your sister, your uncle, because it can be. And if you've already experienced loss, our our hearts are are with you. Love, light, positive energy with you. Because um, there are a lot of people that have been um, impacted, unfortunately. Yes, and I'm one of them. So please wear a mask. So let's, uh, I'm going to try to end on a, a high note. We're going to. You ready? <laughs> uh, sure. Ready? Go for Guess it. Guess what, guys? Here's the high note. We'll be back next week. We will. We'll be back we got, next week. We got like another hour of content. Like, we do. That we were not able to get into. That's, That's what happens when you take six months off. It's like, yo, like, there's been a lot of shit happening this past six months. And we just not weighed in on it. You, I, I, I'm, I'm sure you guys have missed 
uh, our perspective. You've missed our energy, but we are fucking back. We are back. We're here. We're here. And I don't know if you've missed us. Maybe not. Who gives a shit? We're back anyway. Um, all our, up, all our, up in your fucking living rooms, all up in your in your in your apps. We're here. Do not want to let it go unsaid. Uh, rest in peace to John Lewis. Um, he he passed recently. Um, civil rights activist, senator uh, for many years. Um, oh, sorry, not senator. Um, House of Representatives. Yeah, that's what I say. Wasn't he a representative? representative. Yeah, yeah. For, for many years. Um, so R.I.P. to him. Rest in heaven. Um, we we got it from here. Uh, we will we will continue to carry the torch. Um, yeah, so let's go ahead and, and close out. We will see you guys next week. Make sure you follow us, like, uh, and subscribe. Um, like and subscribe to the podcast. Follow us on Instagram at Slick Talk J is my handle. And mine is at Jersey is Naked. And you should either you can subscribe to us on Apple Music or well, actually Apple Podcasts, podcast. or you can subscribe to us on um, what's the other one? Spotify. Spotify. And Anchor, which is our home podcasting uh, network. So we'll see you guys next week. All right. Thank this you. was so fun. I felt great. I'm warmed up for the next one. Boom. Woo! See you guys. Boop, boop, boop. Bye. We're going to go off the podcast. This is the Bonzo Romance Podcast with Jersey and Slick Talk Day. Boom.